Well, good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Aaron from True Life Church. Just doing um, our latest uh, Sunday summary. You know, I've, if you haven't been listening, if you haven't listened to us or haven't listened to us, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, I am doing Sunday summaries just for people who couldn't be at church on Sunday or out of town or traveling. You know, it's summertime here in Minnesota. A lot of people are at their cabin, and they got other things going on. I get that, so I wanted to do these little 10, 15-minute summaries, so you can listen, you know, during the week at your leisure, and you can just keep yourself stirred up in your heart because it's important that we listen to things that keep us directed and keep us living in the realm of the spirit. Um, because most of our life, <laughs> all of our life, we're living in the, I would say, the physical world. We can start taking on, taking on their concepts, their their stress, their pain, their sorrow. And Jesus even told us that he said, told us to be in the world, but not of the world. Or Apostle Paul said that, be in the world, but not of it. And it's easy because we're in the world all the time, working and, and doing jobs and interacting with other people. And a lot of times we begin to take up their personalities or their way of seeing life begins to rub off on us. And we stop living the spiritual life. And so we've been in this series for the past couple of weeks. And it'll probably last us all summer. And probably into um, into the fall because it's such a, um, a, a, a concept that I want us to get. Because um, the concept is how do we live in this realm of the spirit? You know, we're good at living in the natural realm as human beings. You know, we're human beings and and we try to live that life. But what happens when you live as a human being, you never really can enjoy the fullness of God's life because you're living in this flawed state. And this flawed state causes you to succumb to things, jealousy, fear, doubt, anger, um, hatred, um, and it's, a lot of it is it's selfishness in the natural realm. And if you look at what's going on in the earth, they people go, why, what's going on in the earth? What's wrong? And what's wrong with God? It's not God. It's man refusing to live and follow God in the spiritual realm and choosing to live in the natural realm. Even to the point where there's a next level called the supernatural level. I call it supernatural level. And, you know, that sounds good and it sounds really cool. But really what it, supernatural means is just... A higher version of the natural and God's not called us to live in a higher realm of the natural being a better you if you look at scripture it says in Galatians 2 20 that um, we've all died in Christ and Christ lives in us now it says in 2 Corinthians 5 17 one of my favorite scriptures says that we are a new creation in Christ all things have passed away all things have become new so God dealt with the natural part by putting it on the cross with him and destroying it. And now we've been placed into this realm where he's always wanted us to be in his image and likeness again. We're living in this spiritual realm where he is because God is a spirit and we're made in the light his likeness. And so if he's a spirit, then we're spirit beings and we're eternal and we're not just human beings. It's kind of like human being is, is like the car we drive. I drive a Kia, 2013 Kia. But because I drive a 2013 Kia does not make me a Kia. I'm a person. I'm a spirit being, an eternal being who drives a Kia around town. 
And so that's how it is with our bodies. When you look at our bodies and our in our human nature, that's just God's given us this physical human nature to walk out in this physical earth. But the truthness of us is that we are spirit beings, just like he is. So if we're spirit beings, we're supposed to function in the realm of the spirit, not the natural. But like I said, um, we're doing this update just to remind you that you are a spiritual being. Because the things of God work for spiritual beings and not for natural man. It talks about that in Romans 8. It says, it calls it the flesh, and some translations do call it the, the human nature. It says human nature can never be equal with God because it doesn't want to submit to God. And so that's why Jesus had to deal with it. But if we keep on seeing ourselves as these natural human beings and we're trying to be our best and do our best, It'll always, we'll always have good intentions, but those good intentions always seem to blow up in our face. Why? Because they can't be carried through. Only things that can be carried through are the things of the Spirit. And so we've been talking about over this past summer, what does it mean to live in the Spirit? What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? Now, I know there's a lot of teachings on that, but I want to go from a very basic understanding of it and just, we're going step by step. Living in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit. You know, those are two big terms that a lot of times Christians say. But how do you do it on a daily basis? And it's a walk. It's something you're going to have to walk through. I can't walk through it for you. You know, a lot of times in ch- what happens in church, church, you know, you can have a successful church if you have a really good storyteller and a person who tells really good stories and intertwines the Bible with the story. People love that because they can sit and everyone loves stories. Since you're a little kid, you love stories. I mean, you know, I went to see the Spider-Man movie last week. Why? Because, you know, we as people love stories and movies are just stories, glorified stories on the big screen. And so we love stories. So what happens with stories, though, is that you can listen to stories all the time. And then that story becomes your reality. And t- uh, but you never live the reality of the story yourself. You always hear about what someone else overcame, what someone else did, how someone else accomplished that. But then you go home and you go, well, I could never do that. See, that's and, and see, when we start doing that, we, we stop living in the spiritual realm when we hear this the words we hear the teachings the preachings the music and it puts us in that spiritual realm but then we walk out of church and we go right back into the natural realm that's how we judge ourselves that's how we see ourselves so this whole teaching that i've been talking about is to show you how to walk in this spiritual realm but you're gonna have to do it the pastor can't do it for you your friends can't do it for you you can go to all the conferences in the world and that can't do it for you you have to Believe what it says and begin to walk it out. And when you begin to walk it out, yeah, it's messy. But you have to continually walk it out. Sometimes we think when a lot of times when people tell their testimonies, we don't hear all the the, the gook of the muck <laughs> to say. We just hear about, man, how this happened and this happened and God did this and God did that. And they don't tell you how they had to walk through it and how it didn't look like God was moving. You know, one of the greatest stories in the Bible, I think, is uh, when Paul uh, is in prison and he gets put on a boat to go to Rome because he's going to appear before Caesar to preach the gospel. But he gets on the boat and he tells the captain, and he says, hey, there's going to be, you know, by the Spirit, there's going to be trouble. Don't go. You know, the winter time is here. It's too late in the season to, to be going to this place where it's at the wait. They, they didn't listen to him. The guy on the boat said, no, we'll be fine. 
So they go, and then what happens? They get caught into this horrible hurricane and tornado in the water, and all this horrible stuff happens. It looks like they're all going to die. But Paul, God visits Paul and tells Paul, everyone's going to be safe except the ship. So take courage. So Paul tells them that story. It's the greatest story. You know, he gets everyone. Listen to him. And what happens, it says, and then 14 days later. So that's how it is. You speak the things of God. You start trusting the things of God. But it seems like Paul's deliverance didn't come for 14 more days. But did Paul lose faith? No, because he had committed. He was walking through this. He was trusting in the Lord. Because the Lord had appeared to him, the Lord had given him faith to stand. And the same thing is true with you. If you will listen to what God says, not just, just you know, there's Jesus says something really interesting in, the, in Mark 4 when he's talking about the story of souls of the word. He says, you know, he tells the story of the parable of the sower, and he says, if you have ears to hear, then listen. And so it's a three, I don't know, some people might like this, a three-step process how God builds faith in you. First, you have to understand that you can, you hear it, you have to hear it. You have ears, right? What are ears for? Ears are for listening. So are you listening to the, the scriptures that I read today? Are you listening to the, the quotes that I've made? Are you just kind of you know, just kind of, oh, yeah, that's nice, that's nice. Oh, I did my religious thing for today. So you can do that. You can go to church, listen to church. Oh, yeah, this good pastor. Oh, he gets stirred up in church. Oh, yeah, yeah, it makes you feel so good. And walk out the door and just go right back to the natural realm. Or you can go do what Jesus did when he talked to them. And it's funny how when he talked to the disciples and he said, and he's telling the story about the parable. And they actually asked him about what it meant. And he goes, to you, the mystery will be revealed because you asked. See, all the people could have asked, but they chose not to. They heard it. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's really cool. And then they went on their way. But the disciples said, I don't really get this. And they asked. They said, so they, they heard. They had ears, just like everyone else. They heard what Jesus said about sowing, sowing the word. But then they went a step further. And they went... Lord, what does this mean? It means that they were really listening. They they heard, but they didn't understand. So they tell us what this really means. And that equates to listening. And so as we begin to, when we hear the things of God, this week's summary is about, you're going to hear the things of God, the word of God, the things of God. You know, one of the scriptures that we've been holding on to that, you know, I've been going back to over and over again, and we're going to talk about it today at church is Romans 8.28 Now you have ears to hear Whoever's listening to this You have ears And you can hear But will you go take the next step And will you listen Because listening is where God Begins to transform you And build faith in your heart Listening puts you into a place Where you can be in the world But not affected by it Listening puts you in a place where you, you know, sickness and disease can come at you, but you walk in divine health. Listening is an important thing, but it comes down to this, like Romans 8, I'm going to read it to you now. Will you, you have ears, will you listen, will you hear, and then will you listen to what the Lord is saying? Let me read this to you, Romans 8. 
20, it says, we know that in everything God works for the good of those who love him. These are the people God chose because of that was his plan. We read a different version. This is from the ESV version. It says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Now, many times people go, yeah, yeah, I know that scripture. Okay, yeah, you've heard it. You have ears. You've heard it. But now it's time to listen. And what are you listening to? You're listening to the Lord. You see, this is what keeps you in the realm of the spirit. This is how God begins to train you to listen to him. This is how he builds faith in you so that when the natural realm is knocking at your door and the storms of life are coming, that instead of you being like the man who built his house on the sand, you're the man who's building his house or woman on the rock. And the rock is Jesus and the rock is his word and the rock is, the, is his revelation. But it's a three-part process that you can go through. You need to go through. And we we all begin to develop this. You just don't hit this right away. We develop in this. You have ears. First, you can. Okay. You have ears. You hear. You put your place of hearing. So you're hearing at church. You're hearing, hearing while you're reading your Bible. You're hearing while you're listening to music. And then you get quiet and you listen. And as you listen, God begins to birth his faith, his love, his joy, his peace. Because then we go back to one of our the other key scriptures that we've been talking about in our message. And this will be it and I'll be done because I'm approaching 15 minutes. Matthew 22-37. This, These scriptures are carried out by listening to him. Because Jesus says, Jesus told him, Matthew 22, 37 through 40, I'll be reading. And Jesus told him, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest, most important commandment. The second exactly like it, you must love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws and the prophets depend on these two commandments. So as we finish up today, I read something to you, but you know what's going to happen? For it to become real to you, for Jesus to build this into you where you can love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, and be in the world, but not of the world, but transform the world, it comes down to this. Will you hear what I said today? Will you listen to the word of God? Will you, do you have ears to hear? Sorry. Are you listening? Are you hearing? And then next, are you listening? You guys have a great week. Enjoy the benefits of God. Enjoy his goodness and his mercy. All week long, just say to yourself, say, Lord, I have ears to hear. And I'm listening to you. Speak to your son and your daughter and let him minister to you.
You guys have a great week. Love you. Talk to you soon.